This city is a dirty, ugly thing. It is a nest of vermin, choking down every morsel they can find while spreading filth and decay with wild abandon. And it is just one of many, a single instance in a vast, sprawling network, brimming with all the ignorance and savageness of our simple species. The human race is a blight, leaving only sorrow and death in its wake. But there are those who seek something better, a small population of erudite visionaries, who, in the face of ignorance, choose knowledge, and we shall prevail. And my name isn't August Howard, scholar, seeker, savior. All right, everything seems to be working properly. <clears throat> This is Professor August Howard. I have decided to begin keeping personal audio journals in addition to those taken for research purposes. I suppose that's a bad habit I picked up from an acquaintance of mine. I have recently been reborn by the rites of Chargaram. While this process is normally quite jarring, I find myself particularly disjointed this time. This... mirror self. No, forget it. He's nothing. A mere specter of a dream. And as our consciousness settles, I'm sure this will all seem like a half-remembered reverie. Yes, nothing more than that. This is Professor August Howard, joined by my assistant, Elnor Kostansky, who is currently- Really? Assistant? What? Is there a problem? It just feels a little disingenuous to say assistant. Do you not assist me? You know it's not that simple. Things aren't like they were before at Deacon. No, they aren't. But that has little bearing on this. I'm not... <sighs> August, if I'm your assistant, let me leave. It's not that simple. It is. If you can't trust me outside of a cage, I'm not your assistant. I'm just your incredibly useful prisoner. Miss Kostansky, that is a gross oversimplification of the matter. Is it? Yes. And why is that? Because my trust isn't the only thing you need here. The Order is larger than any one person. And yet it only takes you to let me out of here. You already let me go to the garden on the surface. Under supervision. Then supervise me. Take me up there and let me go. August, I need you to trust me. I... I want to help you. As much as I fought you on this, you were right. We can do so much with the power of growth. And I'm just supposed to let you run off. Believe your change of heart. Elnor, don't insult me with this childish... I miss my family. I haven't talked to them in months. They have no idea where I am. They could think I'm dead. Eleanor... I need to see them. I don't care if one of your damn family escorts me the whole way, but it's killing me, August. I need to know they're okay. I need them to know I'm okay. 
I understand the importance of family, Eleanor, but... <coughs> da Daf Daphne. No, August. It's me, Eleanor. Are you okay? I can go get... No. Tell her. Tell Daphne. Tell her what? What do you want me to tell her? I... Nothing. It's nothing. Never mind. Are you sure? I think you might be experiencing a personality flux. Has this been happening since the other day? I said I'm fine. Forgive me. I, I didn't mean to lose my temper. Regarding your request, I will bring it up tomorrow with Mr. Coleman. Really? Yes. Assuming, of course, you've been making progress on your work. I have. Actually, I, I have a few notes here. So, continuing our prior discussions on Vrothi cosmology, I believe I found more information in the Ellis fragments regarding the Dream Horizon. Or, if you think that's too flowery, I suppose we could call it something more academic. Eleanor. I was thinking of extra, since the fragments speak of things coming from outside the mere for- uh, Eleanor. Uh, I mean, mundane array. Either way, I'm almost certain that Abextra Miss is- Miss Kostansky. <clears throat> While I appreciate your thirst for knowledge and your thorough research, the Ellis Fragments are not your priority anymore. But what I've found- Is no doubt important. But we have another team heading up research of this. What did you call it? Abextra? Hmm, I do like that. Very clever portmanteau. Oh, well, thanks. But I think it would be better if I kept working on this, or at least had a chat with this other team. The last thing I would ever want to do to a mind as bright as yours is dull it with the likes of Hope Lesnar. Professor Lesnar? She's a member, too? Only in the most superficial of ways. She has no true desire to see the magnum opus come to fruition. All she cares about is her own miserable skin. Well, I still think... What about Daphne? Decidedly less productive. I haven't been able to make any significant progress on the pieces she's been producing. Still? I mean, it took some work, but we were able to find quite a bit of information with a few weeks of study. You've had months. I don't know what to tell you, August. Whatever is sending her these signals, maybe it's trying to make them more secure? A tougher lock for a more valuable treasure? Hmm. Maybe. Which makes it all the more important that we uncover their meaning. Did you happen to see the most recent piece she was working on? The one I destroyed upon my... return? No. I'm sorry, I was... I was going over my work on the Ellis Fragments. Uh, she was finishing up when you appeared. I, I left to get help, and by the time I returned, it was in the fire. Pity, but nothing we can do about it, I suppose. Was there anything else you wanted to discuss? Unless you have any sudden insight into those other paintings? No. Focus on the Diviner Project. I expect you to have something by next week. Something useful. And I'll take your notes to Project Interloper. I'm sure you've done enough work that even Hope can put these pieces together. Of course. And Mr. Coleman, you'll really talk to him about me getting to leave here soon? About becoming a full member? Of course. Eleanor, you have a place here. A purpose. And it's beside me. Doing the hard work. A mind as keen as yours could never be happy anywhere but here. 
So, yes, I trust you to go to your family. Tell them you love them, that you've been away on a project with your professor. I'm not afraid because I know you need this. You need the truth behind a world of lies. And only we can give you that. I had another episode today while I was talking to Eleanor. In the middle of our conversation, I felt him take control. Not much, not enough, but he managed to get a few words out, asking for Daphne. While I have nowhere near the first-hand experience of someone like Mr. Skye, I have experienced the rights before. I've felt fluxes in consciousness. Usually, they are fleeting things, influenced by fits of passion, currents in the mind, born of fear, anger, love. But this? This is more. Whereas my other self settled into place below my ego, he is struggling to break free. It's a tenacity I admire, however misplaced it is. I wish Chargaram had not taken him. Seeing his life, it seems such a shame to spoil his ignorant bliss. He knew a world of joys that I sacrificed for a greater good. He should have held on to those till the end. <sighs> Just another senseless tragedy in a senseless world. All the more reason to fix everything. This is Professor August Howard conducting a monthly interview with Miss Humility Shepherd. My assistant, Desmond Eyre, has been handling her lessons for three months now, with surprisingly impressive results. Academic tests continue to improve. The number of unintended growth events has dropped to virtually zero, and humility has mastered a small repertoire of incantations. All in all, Desmond has risen to the occasion in a way I never imagined possible. <clears throat> now, humility, how are you feeling today? Fine. Would you care to elaborate on that? No. All right, then. That's fine. Let's see. Desmond wrote here that you read The Strange Case of Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. Interesting choice. Did you pick it, or did he? Why? You think I can't pick my own books? I'm not dumb. I never said you were. It just seems a little different than your prior choices. How did you enjoy it? That's good. One of the more interesting things I found in it was the concept Jekyll and Hyde are not special. Hmm. How do you mean? Well, Jekyll posits that humanity is a species of duality. That all men are created of good and evil. The potion does not create evil. It merely divides it from any good that might temper it. Well, that's wrong. <laughs> Uh-oh, and why is that? Because I don't think people are born with evil in them. Evil is a choice. 
evil is something you take and you make a part of you. An interesting viewpoint, and certainly a departure from the Judeo-Christian notions of original sin. But it begs the question, humility: Where does evil come from? I don't know. Come now, don't be shy. You were doing so well. Philosophize with me. I don't want to. Humor me. Where does evil come from, child? Just, just leave me alone. Arikvin or no nomer. Wait, what are you doing? For the record, the outsider used a frothy incantation, which was not listed in those she knew and vanished from my office. I can only assume she had returned to her quarters, given the froth she spoke translates to. I want to go to my room. <sighs> While Desmond's findings show the outsider is growing more and more capable, I am afraid that her personality is becoming less manageable. Perhaps it's puberty. Either way, we need to put her to use soon. Otherwise, the magnum opus might slip through our grasp. This is Professor August Howard commencing my. Can we dispense with the formalities, August? I'm very tired, and I would like to get this done quickly. Very well then. Let's discuss your current arrangements. How are things with Eleanor? It seems like you two are getting along. She's fine. I can certainly see why you enjoyed her company. That familiar quality about her. I'm not sure I know what you mean, dear. Ah,、oh, please. Don't do that. Don't treat me like a child. You know exactly what I mean. Sometimes when she's talking to herself, even I think it's Lydia. I believe you are projecting, Daphne. Miss Kostansky is nothing more. Are you even capable of being honest with me anymore, or are you just lying to yourself at this point? We're getting off topic. I want to know how your working relationship with Miss Kostansky is going. Quite well, I have no complaints. And yet we've made no progress in deciphering the paintings you produced since she took over. Every attempt to decode, analyze. Or translate your work has failed. You know as well as I do that I don't control what I paint. I'm a conduit. The image just flows through me. Of course, but you must admit, the timing of it is significant. I suppose you must have a theory. It doesn't seem like you to bring it up unless you could point out how clever you are. Well. Eleanor proposed the idea that the messages are simply becoming more complex, that their encoding has strengthened. For what reason? I have no idea. It seems as logical an answer as any when one is dealing with such matters. Maybe. But I have another idea. And what is that? That the paintings cannot be. Deciphered. Why not? Because they're not meant to be read individually. What do you mean? I mean they're one message, Daphne. Whatever is speaking through you, it's sending us something that demands to be sent to us this way. Maybe for security. 
Maybe because it's too much for one painting. Whatever the reason, they're all connected. That's an interesting theory. It is. Made even more interesting by the fact that I'm missing one piece. One I cannot replicate because you and... Because he... Uh, uh, I... We threw it into the fire. Is everything all right, August? You seem unwell. Daphne. (gasps) Augie! Augie, is that you? The girl. Millie. The opus. He's going to... No! Shut up! Shut up! August, stop it! Whatever you're doing to him, just stop it! There is no him! He's not real! This body, it's mine now. The rights of Chargarum have given it to me. So whatever fantasy you have, whatever world you imagine where there's some better version of me, let it die. I'm all you have. We are all each other have. You don't have anyone, August. All you have is this cult of yours. A group of monsters, all claiming to be martyrs. And you deserve nothing less. You just need to see the bigger picture. If you could, it wouldn't have to be this way. We could have a life like... Like what? Nothing. Say it, August. Never mind. Please recount for me every detail you can remember about the painting burned in my study last week. I've done my best to see the magnum opus to completion. While others would treat the order as some social club, I've done my best to give it the respect it's due. And it's cost me everything. She's right. I've sacrificed everything. As much as I tell myself it's for a higher purpose, I feel... hollow. I wanted to make a world worthy of people like my sister. I wanted to create a place where Daphne and I could raise a child without fear. I told myself I was strong enough to see this through to the end. (laughs) But I don't think I am. I'm too weak, too pitiful. And I will come so close only to fail. The world will still be broken, and I will have destroyed everything I love. I don't know how I'm going to face Coleman tomorrow. This is Professor August Howard. Today I will be meeting with Mr. Desmond Ayer, discussing his findings and our plans for accelerating the timeline of the magnum opus. He was supposed to be here by now. Where on earth could he be? (sighs) It doesn't matter. We'll complete this and then I'll go over what I want to say to Coleman later. I just hope that... That must be him. Desmond, come in. 
I was starting to wonder where you... Mr. Coleman, what are you doing here? I thought we had a meeting with the others this afternoon. We do, but I was talking to Mr. Ayer, and I decided it would be best to speak to you personally beforehand. Here you go, sir. Can I get you anything? No, no thank you. Is something wrong? I know that the Diviner Project has seen a drop in yield, but I think we're on the verge of something very important. And the Outsider is coming along quite nicely as well. <sighs> Gentlemen, please have a seat. Professor Howard, August, do you remember when we first met? Yes, sir, I do. I was abroad looking into personal matters. You had the hotel staff deliver a letter to me. I met you in the dining hall. <laughs> I was quite surprised to find it empty save for the two of us. One of the merits of owning a hotel. We talked about the war, about our families. And then you looked at me and asked me what I would do to prevent another war. What did you tell me? I told you I would do anything. That I would die for a better world. And I asked you if you could kill for it. Do you think we're doing the right thing? Excuse me? It's a simple question, August. Do you think what we're doing is right? Well, the Magnum Opus I'm not will... asking you to regurgitate my own indoctrination back at me. You're an educated man. Tell me what you think. Of course we're doing the right thing. With a little more time, we could... I don't know. You don't know? Professor, please tell me that this is some kind of a joke. Shut up, Desmond. Let the man speak. I... I don't know what else to say. I was once steadfast in my hope for the future. I believe we were going to be heroes. That our sins would be atoned by our legacy. I mean, what are a few lives in the face of a perfect world? But now, all I can think about is the road not taken. And it's horrifying. August, I helped found the Order because, like you, I had known heartbreak. I lost my only son to that damned war. I buried the purest love I've ever felt. I believe that, if we didn't fix the world, we would only become more destructive. Left unchecked, I believe the world our children would inherit would be one of ash. Yes, this is all very sad, but that just means the Opus is even more important. Watch your tone, Desmond. It's alright, August. Mr. Eyre makes a point. We all thought we were doing our part to secure a brighter tomorrow. But when I read the newspaper and hear about rampant gang warfare in the streets, kidnappings, utter carnage, I have to ask myself if there will be even ashes for those to come. This is absurd. And frankly... Pitiful. You've already got blood on your hands, Maximilian. And you as well, August. Do you think you could just stop now? I... I don't know. Well, I do. I know there's no redemption for me. But I can stop this. And that's what I plan to do this afternoon. You what? It is my intention to bring this before the others. Cease our criminal enterprises. Release and reintegrate all individuals currently held for research, and... and try and mend what we have broken. 
And I want you to help me, August. I want you to side with me. Mr. Coleman, I don't... I don't know if the others will be as open to this. You're the most accomplished researcher we have. You're the backbone of the Order's operations in the city. I need you, August. And I believe we can still do some good. Aunt Lavis. I'm afraid you're in no position to stop me, Mr. Eyre. August. I know you're confused right now, but you need to listen to me. Listen to my voice. Do you understand? Desmond, I'm not going to... Listen to my voice. You're scared and confused. It's okay. We went through this with Eleanor, didn't we? Yes. You wanted to spare her. To try and get her to join the Order. What are you doing? Shut up, old man. You didn't know what to do, but I showed you the way. And now, I'm going to show you again. The way. Yes, the way. I know what your heart wants, August. It wants to see this through, but you're too weak. So let me help you. Help me. Of course. Get away from him right now. I don't know what you're scheming, but- Kill Maximilian Coleman. Now. August, what are you doing? Stop, this isn't you. Please, we can still- Again. 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 (laughs) I'm sorry, Professor. I know that must have been hard to do, but we couldn't let him destroy what we've built. What? What have I done? What you needed to. Don't worry. I'll support you. And I'm sure the others will side with you when they hear about how Coleman had betrayed us. Thank you, Desmond. I... I don't know what I'd do without you. My pleasure, Professor. Hello, August. It's me. You know, the part of you that isn't real? Well, I'm here to prove to you that I am, in fact, very real. I know you remember everything from my time and control, but I'm going to leave you this recording as well, as tangible proof that I'm always with you. I don't know what happened today. One moment you were ready to give this all up, The next, you've got a gun in your hand, standing over the body of your own mentor. Everything went foggy during that. But that doesn't matter anymore. All you've done is seal your fate 
Daphne's not going to let you get away with this. She's smarter than you. She's better than you. I'm leaving these words as a proclamation for the world, clear as church bells, cutting the morning air. I want this phrase etched into your cerebellum, inked into every thought, every hope, every fear you've ever had. I want it to swallow you from the inside out. You're going to lose. But don't worry. You won't be alone. I'll always be here, right beside you.